3.34 a.m. Wide awake. Probably from drinking a little bit of whiskey. I'm not even talking a full glass. Just a little bit. Did that ever happen to you? One of my friends said it's what's it called? Drinker's Dawn. That's why I don't like to drink alcohol, honestly. Well, anyway, I had a chance to watch that Amityville horror movie from 1979 with Margot Kidder. And, uh, Josh Brolin's dad, James. What a cringy not great movie but also unsettling at the same time I can see why certain like horror aficionados aficionados would like it but I don't know not for me now my room is um the AC running because it's the summer. It's August 1st, 2020, St. Paul. The Twin Cities in Minnesota, they get kind of kind of hot and gross. But I just the temperature yawning on camera. The temperature just isn't great. So That's that. That is that. Um, Sleep. That's what should be happening. Let's try to do that. Okay, so maybe don't record something for your podcast at 3.30 in the morning when you wake up randomly. Although it's kind of funny for posterity. Uh, there's this book, The Denial of Death, by Ernest Becker. Um, the So he says... Um, let's see. Here we introduce directly one of the great rediscoveries of modern thought. That of all things that move man, one of the principal ones is his terror of death. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And he goes on to say, After Darwin, the problem of death as an evolutionary one came to the fore, and many thinkers immediately saw it, uh, saw that it was a major psychological problem for man. Uh, okay, that makes sense. They also very quickly saw what real heroism was about. As Shaler wrote at the very turn of the century, uh, heroism is first and foremost a reflex of the terror of death. Okay, that's kind of interesting. 
We admire most the courage to face death. We give such valor our highest and most constant adoration. It moves us deeply in our hearts because we have doubts about how brave we ourselves would be. That makes sense. Like, you are impressed because you're comparing somebody else's heroism to your own. Right. Okay. And when we see a man bravely facing his own extinction, we rehearse the greatest victory we can imagine. And so the hero has been made the center of human honor and acclaim since probably the beginning of specifically human evolution. But even before that, our primate ancestors deferred to others who were extra powerful and courageous and ignored those who were cowardly. Man has elevated animal courage into a cult. Huh. Yeah, I just read that. I don't know, I'm still thinking about it. It seems profound, but is it one of those things that seems profound but actually is not? I don't know. It definitely rings true. There you go. message voice messages in my friend Matt cut him off at, at a minute but my friend Matt um, lives in Denver so maybe we'll try more of this here let, um, let's listen to a minute worth of Matt talking about living in Denver before it cuts him off Hey, Peter. <clears throat> this is old Matt, old Matthew Mariner here. Um, uh, taking a peek out of my my window in this post-apocalyptic or present apocalyptic world, and uh, my alley seems to be pretty clear. Uh, usually, there's people breaking up or uh, having uh, huge, catastrophic uh, emotional breakdowns back here, but right now it's pretty nice. I have to say the uh, the apocalypse, uh, such as it is, uh, has been uh, fairly nice to me. Um, you know, what's Denver like during it? Uh, the same, I guess, as every other city of about eight hundred thousand people. It's it's dead. It's boring. Uh, all the things I used to do with my life uh, uh, are are changed. I guess it's all the time I have. take a break let's take a break from moving boxes from one place to another New York Times headlines body bags and enemy lists colon how far right police officers and ex-soldiers planned for in quotation marks day X Germany has woken up to a problem of far right extremism in its elite special forces but the threat of neo-Nazi infiltration of state infil- institutions is much broader. Uh, the threat of neo-Nazi infiltration of state institutions is much broader. I mean, uh, that doesn't sound great. Germany has belatedly begun dealing with far-right networks that officials now say are far more extensive than they ever understood. Oh, great. I mean... 
we've got a pandemic. We've got Trump saying he's going to delay the elections now. It's not, it's not amazing. What else do we have? After plummeting, the virus soars back in parts of the U.S. Yeah, see? New coronavirus cases are picking up at a dangerous pace in much of the Midwest and in cities that thought they had seen the worst. Yeah, the Twin Cities aren't doing that great. Indian billionaires bet big on Head Start and vaccine race. The world's largest vaccine producer has a plan to make hundreds of millions of doses of an unproven inoculation. Oh, boy. Uh, school reopens. The coronavirus creeps in as more schools abandon plans for in-person classes. One that opened in Indiana this week had to quarantine students within hours. You know, maybe just don't do it. Also, schools, um, before the pandemic were having problems because people were shooting them up. They're just going into schools and shooting them up. And now that school's closed, guess what? Like, school shootings are down. And, um, it's the best way to protect people from this virus. I don't have the answer, but I just think, hey, maybe the way that we've been doing schooling by underpaying teachers and corralling kids many, way too many into one classroom at a time. Maybe it's time to just revamp the entire system. The whole thing. Alright, one more. James Murdoch resigns from the board of from board of Rupert Murdoch's News Corps. My resignation is due to disagreements over certain editorial content, Mr. Murdoch wrote, severing his formal ties to his father his father's media empire. Um He's out of family business. Yeah, but the thing is, is he out because they're too far right or too far left? And if Fox News is too far left, then that's pretty troubling. Uh, certain editorial content. Mr. Murdoch did not speak specifically about Fox News, a hugely profitable cable channel where primetime hosts like Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram openly cheerlead for Mr. Trump. A spokesperson for a spokeswoman, sorry, for Mr. Murdoch declined to comment further on the reason for his departure, saying the letter speaks for itself. Alright, so either he's um thinks, you know, maybe they're not going far enough. Okay, that's your news break. That's the news break for August 1st.